0: Although we're passionate about what we do, we don't have business acumen. We don't know how to properly price services. We don't know the formula we should be using. We don't know the metrics we should be using. And because of that, all you do is look at who you perceive to be your competitors and you say, here's what they're doing. And what most immature business owners will do is they'll either copy exactly what somebody else in their industry is doing so that they can be affordable, or they go a step further thinking they're being sophisticated and they try and undercut that and charge slightly less so they can be seen as more affordable. Huge mistake, huge, huge, huge mistake. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. Good morning, good morning. Here is the two real reasons why you insist on being affordable. I love this topic today because it really addresses what a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of new business owner, new new coaches really believe, which is I have to be quote-unquote Affordable. So I'm excited to talk about this topic today because I'm hoping that my personal experience with having this belief and really thinking that I had to be affordable will help you all work through it if this is something you're struggling with when it comes to charging for services, when it comes to starting off as a coach, when it comes to starting off as a new business owner. There were some significant mindset shifts and personal development work that I personally had to do to work through this idea of being quote unquote affordable when I first started selling services. And so I wanna address this affordability argument because I hear it quite often from a lot of new coaches. And this week we're talking about money. This week is all about money. If you haven't already checked the schedule, in my bio because we're going in about money today and i wanted to get this topic out of the way early because this affordability argument really sometimes holds businesses hostages hostage and really keeps us locked in sometimes into this mindset that could unintentionally sabotage our own business like this idea that we need to be affordable and i'm gonna get to with that words i I wanted to keep putting it in quotes (laughs) But this idea that I need to be affordable, I need to be affordable, we can sometimes self-sabotage by having that mindset. So I'm going to talk a little bit about exactly what that means and how you can do the work to make sure you're pricing based on some more reliable metrics as opposed to this arbitrary affordable. Which brings me to my first point, before we get into the two main reasons most people try and be affordable, I want to define affordable, which is impossible to do because it's arbitrary, it's relative. And this is the first point I wanna make sure I really make here is that affordable is changes from person to person and we all know this right affordable can be one number for me and it can be one number for you another number for him and so the first thing i want to make the first point i want to make here is that when we are pricing our services as coaches as service providers as business owners And when we, what we deem as affordable could still be extremely expensive to someone else and can be extremely not expensive to a whole nother person. And so when you are deciding what your pricing is going to be, the information I'm going to give you today hopefully helps you to put a little more structure around what it means to be affordable. So you ready? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. This should be quick and easy today. I have two, two simple two simple points to share with you today. So I'm Lisa A. Smith, plant-based health and business coach. Um, I specialize in helping plant-based vegans package their lifestyle and their passion into a specialized health coaching business. And I absolutely love what I do. I've been a health coach for many years. So when it comes to pricing services, when it comes to selling services, when it comes to pricing coaching, this is my jam. I started my first health and wellness coaching company in 2015, my second in 2017 and I've had a successful health coaching program firm to table. And now I've taken everything I learned over the years and packaged that into a proven process for individuals who desire to start their own plant-based coaching company. So when it comes to pricing, when it comes to making all the mistakes, when it comes to trying to be affordable, I've done it all. So let's get into it. Here are two main reasons. Here are the two real reasons why you insist on being affordable. And this is from my personal experience this is not me trying to pounce on anybody else or judge anybody else but i'm gonna tell you where it came from from me so early on when i first started out i was an online personal trainer i had an online personal training company and i really wanted to do the same thing i wanted to help everybody Um, I wanted to make sure that I was accessible to everybody. That's another like word that we like to use when it comes to making sure we're pricing our services in such a way that we feel like it's gonna be available to everyone. We say accessible, we say affordable, right? And we use all of this language to make us feel good about the price tag that we hang on our services. But the first real reason that I believe coaches and service providers and business owners insist on being affordable, it's because we have a roaring lack mindset. And what I mean by that is, well, there's one or two things at play, and this was at play for me, okay? The first is that we don't invest in ourselves. We haven't made it a habit and or a regular practice to invest in ourselves. Therefore, we have a limiting belief that other people won't invest in us. And this is typically not something that we're aware of, but someone who hasn't made it a practice to consistently invest in ourselves oftentimes won't believe that other people will be willing to invest in us. And so we feel like that we have to keep driving our price down in order for people to see the value in us. Okay. And so this is a this is a typically stems from a lack mindset because we haven't made enough a commitment to first taking our own money and reinvesting it in ourselves. We sometimes don't believe that other people will be willing to do the same. And we often believe that the only way people make buying decisions is through the price, through the actual numbers on the price tag, right? And we think the only metric that people use to decide whether or not they're gonna work with us is based on what we say the cost of our services are. This is 100% untrue, but if we ourselves make buy-in decisions that way, we project that onto other people, we project that onto the consumers. If the only way we personally make buying decisions is by how much something costs, then we assume, again, this is just classic projection, we assume that's the way other people make their buying decisions. And for those reasons, we typically say, you know, I, there's a certain amount that I don't wanna charge or that I don't wanna go above because people are going to see that number and get sticker shocked. Why do we think that way? Because that's what we do right and so if you haven't developed a more sophisticated approach to making buying decisions you're going to project your simplified approach on consumers you're not going to be able to zoom out and identify the all the value of what you're adding to the marketplace and be able to see how whatever you're selling adds so much value and solves a big problem for your consumer you're just going to assume I'm gonna put this for sale, I'm gonna promote myself, and when I put this price on there, when they see that price, they are not going to proceed. This is class A projection, okay? And you have to be very careful. This is why, as a coach, doing personal development work to really dissect your own limiting beliefs is so important. I cannot overstate the importance of personal development work, because if you're not aware of your own personal money mindset, And if you're not aware of your own personal process when making buying decisions you will assume everyone is like you that's what we do as humans we see the world not as it is but as we are and so if you are a person who only makes buying decisions based on the cost of something only you don't look at the value you don't look at the potential roi you don't look at the, the the amount of time you're saving by investing in this instead of DIYing it. If you don't really take a hard look at how you, you make your purchasing decisions, you're going to assume people make purchasing decisions just like you make purchasing decisions, right? And so that's projection. And sometimes when we project that way, we have a tendency to want to be affordable, whatever arbitrary number that is in our head, because we think that's the only way people are going to buy from us then the other part of this lack mindset too is sometimes if we are physically in a place of lack meaning we don't feel like we ourselves have enough money to do everything we want to do in life meaning we don't feel financially free we don't feel financially abundant we assume that everyone else is in lack okay so either we assume other people make buying decisions the same way we do or we assume that people don't have it. We assume that people don't have enough. And this is typically because we don't have enough. So if you are just starting out in your business or whatever, wherever you're getting your income from right now, and if, if it's just basically enough to make ends meet, maybe a little bit above that, but it's basically just enough to make ends meet and discretionary income is very small and limited, we have a tendency to project that same circumstance onto our consumers, right? And we, we think people don't have money. We think people don't have disposable income, discretionary income, because we don't, right? So we look at our current situation. And again, this is not, Conscious. I wanna be, the reason I wanna talk through this is because for most of us, it is an unconscious decision. We make decisions from a lack mindset unknowingly, right? So this is not judgment at all. Like I learned all this in hindsight, looking back on how I priced my services early on, how I underpriced myself so ridiculously because I was just projecting. I'm like, shoot, I'm in a state where I'm watching every penny, pinching every penny, every dollar counts. And so, because I was in that state at that time, I felt like everybody was, right? And so I'm like, can't charge thousands of dollars, but nobody has that. It's like, no, Lisa, you don't have that. (laughs) You don't have that, but that doesn't mean that no one else has that. Or Lisa, you only make buying decisions based on what something costs. Like think about how you shop, think about how you purchase services and things online. Like what's the first thing you look at? Is it just the price and do you stop there? Like, don't get me wrong, we all look at the price, but is that the only thing you consider when you are making buying decisions? Because if so, again, you're just gonna project that onto your consumer. So you wanna do the personal development work to look at, to make sure that you are not projecting either like the have not mindset on other people and you are not projecting how you make buying decisions onto other people so that's the first reason that i, I find that people want to be quote unquote affordable it's not it's really a skewed view of the world It's really looking out and thinking like, people don't have it, people won't see value in me. You know, people are not going to think that, you know, I have anything to offer. They're not gonna wanna spend their money on me. It's really this lack mindset that we're projecting. So that's number one, let's get into number two. And then I'll finally tell you how you really should be pricing your services, what metrics you should be using. But here's the second real reason that people insist on being affordable. It's because they lack business acumen. So what I mean by that is what most new coaches, new business owners do, because they're more than likely really good at their craft and not good at business, right? And so like being a really good chef or being a really good hairdresser or being a really good lawyer or whatever, doesn't mean you're a really good business owner. And so what happens is most people get into business because they have an exceptional skill in something, right? You're a great teacher, you're a great coach, you're a great whatever. And so you're like, hell, I can sell this myself, right? Because I people tell me all the time they would pay for this. Like, I'm so good at this. People tell me all the time they would invest in this. And so you gas yourself up and you start a business, right? Or you're passionate about something like me. Like I'm passionate about health. I'm passionate about um, the longevity and a quality of life for people of color. And so my businesses were born out of passion, right? So sometimes our business, our passion projects turn into businesses. And although we're passionate about what we do, we don't have business acumen. And that forces us to quote unquote, make things affordable here. So here's what I mean. What we'll do is we'll look to the right, we'll look to the left and we'll say, what is everybody else doing? What is everybody else charging? I'm just gonna model what they're doing, okay? This is a very, very unhealthy way to price your services we look around us because we lack business acumen, meaning we don't know how to properly price services. We don't know the formula we should be using. We don't know the metrics we should be using. And because of that, all we do is become copycats. We're like, okay, it looks like on average people charge, I don't know, $75 an hour for personal training. I'm gonna charge $75 an hour for personal training, right? And when really based on your specialty, based on your experience, based on all of these things, maybe you should be charging $125 an hour for personal training. But because you lack business acumen and you don't know how to properly price your services, all you do is look at who you perceive to be your competitors and you say, here's what they're doing. And what most immature business owners will do is they'll either copy exactly what somebody else in their industry is doing so that they can be affordable or they go a step further thinking they're being sophisticated and they try and undercut that and charge slightly less so they can be seen as more affordable. Huge mistake, huge, huge, huge mistake. You do not want to either copy your competitors Okay, like, oh, the, on average, people are paying $100 a session for health coaching. Okay, I charge $100 a session for health coaching too. Huge mistake. Or they look to their competitors and say, it looks like most people in the marketplace charging $100 a session for health coaching. I'm going to charge $75. i am going to charge 80 I want to be more affordable than what's out there. This is one of the worst mistakes you can make. First of all, here's the first main reason. In business, you never ever want to compete on price in business you never ever want to compete on price and let me give you a sector that does this all the time the sector that competes on price all the time with each other are commodities like toilet paper paper towel toothpaste like things like like items like that They compete on price all the time because a lot of people make buying decisions based on that like just which paper towel is on sale (laughs) like which toothpaste is on sale unless somebody has a brand that they're extremely loyal to that they're willing to pay whatever they charge because they love the brand like that's how i am with my toilet paper i don't care how cheap everything around it is i buy the same brand or toilet paper every single time But the average person, there are a lot of people out there like me too, but there are also a lot more of the other type of person, which is just get the cheapest, just get the cheapest. And so when sometimes when we're looking at other sectors like commodity sectors like that, where people will just buy whatever brand of bread is on sale, we're getting it, whatever, you know, brand of peanut butter is on sale, we're getting it. Because, you know, commodities like that tend to compete on price. Sometimes when we go into businesses for ourselves and we don't have business acumen, we'll try and do the same thing. We'll try and model that competition, that price competitiveness in our industry let me tell you why this is the biggest mistake you can make number one when you only compete on price all it is is a race to zero it is not profitable for anybody if you're always trying to outbeat your competitor strictly by being the cheapest it is literally a race to zero think about that they drop theirs you drop yours they drop theirs you drop like it's just a race to zero And so one of the things I've done is with um, the plant protocol, my plant-based coaching certification, we are actually, if not the, we're in the top two or three of the most expensive plant-based certifications in the marketplace. Now, not because I want it to be most, it's because of the value. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, right? But in every industry, and every sector, right, we all know you have typically a range is there's there's typically three levels and every sector you typically have like the low end, the cheapest, you have typically that mid and you typically have the luxury, right? And every sector. And so I knew in the plant-based certification space, for example, the plant protocol was gonna be on the luxury end, right? We were gonna be on the higher end. Just think about this with cars. You have the low car, the low end cars, people just like point A to point B. Then you have the mid-size you know maybe 50 60 grand then you have the luxury vehicles then you have like the ultra luxury vehicles right and every sector you decide you people can decide where they want to fall where you fall though as far as pricing should be based on the value of what you're selling stop thinking that people only make buying decisions based on the price as a matter of fact and there are a lot of people who do that don't get me wrong There are a lot of people who are going to look at your pricing and be like, can't afford it, can't afford it, can't afford it. And let me tell you how you get around that. Okay? there's a couple of things that you should be doing to make sure that you're not just in a race to zero. Besides, number one, which is doing the personal development work to get your own personal money mindset in check to make sure you're not projecting these unhealthy money beliefs on the consumer. But then also number one you have to get great at articulating the value of what you sell if your only selling point when you are promoting or marketing your service or your product is how much it costs you are dropping the ball you have to be able to articulate the value of what you're selling so for example with the plant protocol with my plant-based coaching certification i intentionally solve three problems in one container, whereas other plant-based certifications only solve one problem. So inside of the plant protocol, we address nutrition and lifestyle science. We address coaching, literally teaching our students how to be coaches because other people go somewhere else to get certified in coaching. So we actually teach the skill set of searching of coaching. And then we actually teach the skill set of business. So we solve three major problems under one umbrella inside of my program, which is why we're priced at the luxury end of the marketplace. Because if someone was to go into the market and buy and invest in each one of those separately, they will pay significantly more than if they just got it all under one umbrella with one community, with one consistent curriculum, with one consistent coach so i am able to very clearly explain the value in what i'm selling and i can go deeper and break it down like here's how i know that our price point matches the value of what we're providing it's actually not matches it our price point is under the value that we're providing right so our price point is lower than the value of what we're providing so i am very confident and the price point of my program you have to do the same you have to make sure you do your due diligence and you're able to articulate to your consumer what value they get from investing in your product or service don't just say hey we cost this much and then that's what makes us the best no 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 Think about how people associate value with price. When it comes to vehicles, for example, you know, somebody who's buying a Ford Fusion, they're looking at that as like point A to point B. They're making that purchase decision based on affordability. When people are looking at the lower end of a market or a sector, it's like, I just needed to do what it was meant to do. I needed to give what it was supposed to be given and I need it to be reliable. And then you get more into the mid range where people like, I want to be a little more comfortable i want leather seats i want better gas mileage i want you know to flex a little bit and i and i got a little more discretionary and income to spend on a car so maybe i'm gonna go more mid-range i don't know chevy impala i don't know right but then you have those individuals who are in the marketplace like i'm here for experience i want the best of the best I want everything to be top of the line, right? So now you're looking at like the Model S Tesla. You're looking at the big body Benzes. You're looking at Bentley's. You're looking at Mercedes. And those people are not as concerned with price. They're concerned of the overall experience. They're concerned of with the the maybe the image. They're concerned with the value and all of that. So where are you in the marketplace? What is the value of what you provide? Right. Because we're at the luxury end of the plant-based certification marketplace. I am keen on providing my coaches with an experience, right? I wanna make sure that they enjoy their time here. They're not here just to get information and leave. I want them to rant and rave about the community. I want them to rant and rave about their coach. We're going on a destination map. We're taking a trip together this year. Like I want them to come out being a different person, not just knowing more about nutrition. So I I intentionally curate the entire experience not just making sure we're affordable and you get what you get for this price. Because I was trying to be the cheapest and because when you're the cheapest, you also don't even have the revenue flow to create a good experience for your client. When you are only competing based on price, you don't even give yourself the extra revenue that you need to create and curate a better experience. You know, you feel like you're not being paid enough for what you're providing. You don't feel appreciated. And most importantly, when somebody invests in you and the only thing they looked at was the price and that's the only thing they cared about, I can almost guarantee the likelihood of non-compliance is gonna be much higher, much higher when you charge more for something as long as the value matches the price that we don't charge more based on our ego we don't charge based on what our personal mortgage is no 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 no. when you are in business your pricing should be based on the value that you're adding to the marketplace only not your personal worth not your personal expenses it should be based on the value that you can provide and that you can clearly articulate But when you only try and be quote unquote affordable, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen on the back end. Up front, you're gonna get the sale and it's gonna feel great. You're like, okay, I'm cheap and so everybody is willing to buy, which is also not true. But anyway, let's say, let's run with that belief system. I'm cheap so more people will buy, right? Well, what happens if you really care about the integrity of what you're selling is they buy, but they don't perform. When people invest at a price point that makes sense for what you're selling, they are more likely to do the work and to execute and to use your product and service. They're more likely to be returning customers, returning clients, and and that's what you want. I think one of the best things I heard around this concept is you want to get most people try and get a customer so they can get a sale. But what you wanna do is get a sale so that you can get a customer. And let me explain what that means. Most people, when it comes to pricing their services in their business, they're constantly just trying to get sales, trying to get sales. And so they try and get in front of as many people as possible. They get the customer to get the sale. They get the customer to get the sale. I firmly believe it should be the opposite where I get the sale so that I get the customer, which means the money, the transaction is just one thing. My mission is to keep them with me as long as possible to add as much value to their lives as possible. I want to create and curate honest relationships with people who are aligned with the values that my program provides and who I feel like I can fully service to help them get them closer to their goals. I want to get to know every single person who works with me in my programs. I want to provide value to them for as long as I can. And when I believe that the expiration date has come on our relationship or the value that I can provide, I want to wish them well. So my mission is not just to grab money for people. I genuinely want to help people build their plant-based coaching business so that we can save the world. Like there's too many people, especially black people dying prematurely. So I want to get the sale so I can get the customer. I don't want to get the customer so I can get the sale. And so it's not about being affordable. It's all about what value am I really providing with what I'm selling? Have you done the work to actually make sure that the quality of what you're selling is high. And that will probably be the bonus one that I will add on here as we wrap up is that the third reason you think you have to be affordable is because honestly, your product or service is crap. And I'm trying to be funny. Most people do not do their due diligence with making sure their product or service is high quality. If you are not selling a high quality product or service, if you don't honestly believe that it can solve the problem, you're saying it can solve, if you really don't believe you've done it as much as you can to make it the best version of it that it can be that's another reason why people try and stay affordable because they actually are questioning the efficacy of what they're selling like if you don't have a thousand percent confidence in the product or service that you're selling you are not likely to add the zeros on the price tag that need to be added because you like i'm not even sure if it's good (laughs) Like I'm a, I'm a help coach, but I really don't know if I can do this. Like I really haven't put the time into building out my IP, building out my curriculum, mastering my craft, mastering the science, mastering coaching. Like if you really don't feel confident in what you're selling, you're also not gonna price it accordingly. So that's something to look at too. So let's review so we can get up out of here, okay? The real reasons that people insist on being affordable In their business is one they have a lack money mindset that they are projecting onto the consumer either they are not financially abundant in their life and they kind of identify as a have not and so they feel like everybody is a have not and nobody has money and so everything needs to be cheap for everybody or they only make buying decisions based on what the price tag says and doesn't research anything else about what they're buying. And so they think everybody makes buying decisions only on the price and people don't trust me, they don't. Because when I'm in suitability interviews with individuals who apply to be in my coaching program, they ask me way more questions than price, right? And so I know people make buying decisions off of more than just what the price is. Okay. The second reason that people insist on being affordable is because they lack business acumen. So they just look at what their competitors are doing and because they haven't invested in their own business acumen, they just model the pricing structure of someone else because they have failed to realize their own unique identifiers. They have failed to identify why their product or service is different. I mean, maybe you do need to be cheaper than your competitor. But that should be based on some data, not just trying to be competitive. Maybe your competitor really does offer more with their product or service and you don't offer all of that. So you do maybe need to be in the low end or mid range of your marketplace. But make sure that makes sense for what you're selling and you're not just being a copycat like oh everybody charges 50 a session for personal training so i'm going to not taking into consideration all the other value you may be provide do you offer meal plans did you also get certified in nutrition as a personal trainer but that other personal trainer is just a personal trainer if you have nutrition proficiency you should be charging more Right, So make sure your price point matches the value you're adding, okay? And that you are really doing your due diligence in studying how to price services and how to articulate your own value so that you don't undercut yourself by trying to copy somebody whose product or service is significantly different from yours. Okay? And then the final thing to mention here, the final reason that people insist upon being affordable is their product or service is, has actually not been vetted. They don't have a proven process. They can't, they don't feel confident that their product or service actually solves the problem they claim it solves. They don't have data. You know, they don't have confidence in themselves. Maybe if you're a service provider, you're like kind of winging it and everybody is a guinea pig god forbid but people do that and so you know you don't feel confident you literally don't feel confident in the value of what you're selling because you were so pressed to rush something to market that you didn't ensure that you had a proven process first so because when you're selling a proven process that in and of itself gives you permission to raise the price point because you're not selling a theory you're selling proof you're like I already have the data that this works Therefore, I am the most qualified to sell it to you and help you to execute it, right? And that price point should be different than somebody who's selling a theory, okay? And so make sure you have all three of those things and you price based on the value. If you are helping somebody reverse type two diabetes or helping a obese person lose all the weight, get back to a place of physical and psychological health, that is not worth no $25 a session. Do you understand the value of helping somebody go from obese to not obese? Do you understand the value in helping someone to buy back their mental real estate? They're no longer depressed. They no longer have body dysmorphia. Let's not even talk about their life expectancy from getting that weight off of them. How dare you charge somebody $50 a session to do that? You have to do your due diligence and really like, okay, what is the ROI on what I'm selling? What is the return on investment of what I'm selling? This is, I'm solving a sophisticated problem. Why would I undercut myself and them? Because remember, when you are not priced correctly, it is going to drive down the compliance of your consumer. So here you are a health coach specializing in obesity and people are non-compliant because they didn't pay enough to do the work. But when people pay, they pay attention. So your price point should take a whole bunch more into consideration other than just what you assume people can afford. So I hope that was helpful. Listen, until next time, y'all peace out. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the Plant Protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.